Hilchus Gzela Ba'aveda, Perek Shvi, Chapter 7. Aleph, Kol Mnishin Eschayim Mam Nechavida Yisrael. The Kofor Bay Vinishpal Shekhar is a Chayim La'asla Akedem. Shekofor Bay Bay Sofus Chemish. Any person who is financially obligated to another Yid, and he denies the obligation, takes a false oath, uh, to support his denial, should he later admit his obligation, he's hired to return the actual principal that he denied, plus he has to pay a surcharge of a fifth of the total new total. He's also obligated to bring a sacrifice. This is called guilt offering for robbery. Doesn't matter if he steals, he robbed, or he withheld money, or he stole, or he took a loan, or a person was given an entrusted article, a Matzaveda, or he found a, a lost article, the Sishish Bai, or and he denied it. Oi Shahisa Binam Shutafis initially Eslamming, or a partner with whom money belonged to a partnership remained, a Shahasalimalakhali or an employer for whom a worker performed work was not paid. Kalishaldavar, Kloshilo Hida, Khail Shalan Bidin. This is the general rule. Whenever a person who admitted the obligation would be obligated to pay by law to pay, he has to now pay the principal on the fifth if he denies his obligation, as the terror says, if he denies his colleague's claim regarding an entrusted object. When does this apply? When the person is obligated to pay because of his own actions. When, however, he is tied to pay because of his father, he does not pay a fifth. If a father robbed or stole or he was in debt to others, the son knew about it, and after the father's death, the son denied it. He took an oath, and he admitted later his liability. So he has to pay only the principal. As it says, Asher Gazal, that he obtained by robbery. From here, we learn out that one is tied for an additional fifth for one of those robbery, but not for robbery committed by one's father. When the object obtained by robbery no longer exists. However, when a person's father obtained an object by robbery and then died, and the object still exists, so if the Yiddish now denies the obligation, takes an oath, and then he admits his liability, he is tied for the principal and additional fifth. If the father committed robbery, took a false oath, admitted his guilt, and then died, the Yiddish has to pay the principal and the famish. If the father committed robbery, took a false oath, and then did not, then died, then and then the Yiddish admitted the father's guilt. He only pays the principal. Doesn't matter what the instance is, the Yiddish is not obligated to bring the guilt offering. Person who takes a false oath in response to the claim of a guy and later admits his guilt. Is obligated to pay the principal. As the Titus says, Vechishish Ramisei denies his colleague's claim. A person takes a uh, less than worth of a prutba robbery, and then he denies the charge and takes a false oath 
that effect, he's not hired to pay the additional fifth. Why? Because anything less than a prutta worth is not considered a significant financial responsibility. Kamal Chemish, what is meant by Kamal Chemish, Amatazal Chemish, Ethel Marabo, Bekenen, one fourth of a principal, Shimkozal Shalarabo, Benishba, Mashal Chemisha. If a person obtained four zoos by robbery and took a false oath, so now he has to pay five. If he obtained the object obtained by robbery still exists, he has to pay. He must be it has to be returned and a fourth of its value added. A person who takes a false oath denying a claim is not hired to pay an additional fifth unless he admits his guilt. If witnesses come and despite his continued denial establish his guilt through the testimony, he only has to pay the principal. Additional fifth of the carbon were instituted for the sake of kapara atonement. Therefore, he is obligated for them only when he has when his admission that makes him chayv. Test: If a person robs his friend, but even though he denies it, since he didn't swear in after he goes and admits, he's not chayv to seek out the owner to return the money in his possession. It just remains in his possession of the robber until the owner comes and takes what's due. If he took a false oath concerning property worth a prota or more, he's obligated to seek the owner to return the money, even if the guy is far removed from the islands. Once the robber took a false oath, the owner has the spirit of the return of his property and will not demand it again. Even if the robber returned the entire worth of the object obtained by robbery, with the exception of the pruta, is obligated to bring to the original owner. Even if the robber returned the entire worth except for shava pruta, he has to bring it to the original owner. He may not give the pruta to the owner's son or shliach, unless the owner appointed a shliach for this purpose in the presence of witness. The robber brings the principal an additional fifth to to Bezdin in the city. He may bring Hashem Zelis and gain atonement thereby. Thereby. Bezdin will then ensure that the object obtained by robbery will reach the original owner. If the robber gave the keren, but not the chemish, or let's see, he was made the keren, but not the chemish, and shemokhle alzeh, or achutz from Pablo Shabbat. The robber does not have to seek out the owner. Instead, when the owner comes, he will take the remainder of what is due to him. Now, even though it goes up, I'm not worried. I don't suspect that the 
perhaps the value of the article will increase and thus the portion rating will become worth a pruta. However, the robber gave the owner the additional fifth, but did not give him the principal. Or if the owner was made for payment to the additional fifth, but not the principal, or he waived payment to both, with the exception of a pruta's worth of a principal, the robber must seek out the owner and give the money to the rabbanon, as explained in the previous law. The robber returned the principal to the owner after denying his claim and taking the false oath, and denying they denied owning the additional fifth and took a false oath. The additional fifth is considered as part of the principal with regards to all matters, like it says. Is that a fifth? And if the saying which takes a false oath is worth less than a pratta. Person who had been trusted with an object for safekeeping, who repeatedly took false oaths concerning the pikodin. For example, for example, the watchman claimed that the article was lost, took a false oath. The supporters claimed that admitted, he then claimed again it was lost and took another oath. So the Allah has to pay an additional fifth of every time he swears false. As it says, and he shall add a fifth, teaches that he must pay several fifths of one principle. Chapter 8, Parak Ches, Aleph, when a person robs another person and then the person who he robbed dies, he has to return it to the Yershim, to the inheritors. If the object becomes lost or underwent a change, he has to pay the value. If the robber originally denied the robbery and then took a false oath, he has to pay the Keren and the principal to the Yershim. When a person robs his father and takes a false oath, and then the father dies, if the object obtained by robbery no longer exists, or is undergone a change, he should make a cheshbin with his brothers with regards to the principal and additional fifth. If it's still there, he has to take it out. He has to give the object and the additional fifth to his brothers and then make a cheshbin with them. The robber does not have any brothers or he is only Yiddish, or he must he must still remove the object obtained by robbery and give it to his children. If the son um if the son who robs his father does not have children, he has to give it to a creditor, give it as a loan, or give it as tzedakah. Um, since he has removed the object itself from his possession, he is no longer under obligation, even though he gave it as a present or he paid a chay with it. As long as he says this article was obtained by robbery from my father. Since 
person robs a ger, takes a false oath in response to his claim, and then admits the robbery to him. And the ger considers the entire obligation if afterwards he dies. The robber acquires an object obtained by robbery as his own. He nevertheless is obligated to remove it from his possession. Hey, Ben, do I want to show you in time when he agrees to it? I'm going to go to the Initially, the Mesic Gar is a Sadlish Shamakir, but here is a Kirish Alis and Mishpur, maybe a Shamanakar is Kapali. If however he robbed a Gar, did not have any Yershim and took a false oath to him, and then the guy dies, and he's obligated to pay the principal an additional fifth to the Cain of the watch serving the Bismidish, he then brings a guilt offering and chiefs Kapara. But maybe I should have the Shazan and Batir of Amain, the Yishkail, the Yershimism and the Yershimakusam Dambar Varshim, the Amr Khan, who exiled the Mel. Now, based on Pesha was taught that the Pasuk, if a person does not have a redeemer, refers to a ger who dies without leaving Yershim. The guilt offering Pasuk refers to is the object obtained by robbery or its worth. Fika Hamach is a gate, a gate, a gazel, a ger, but lightly also there for a fee. Because at night, he's not Yetzel. Because Terry describes this return as a guilt offering. And you can't bring it at night. I can may not divide any object obtained by robbing a convert together with another obtained by robbing a ger, just as it's not permitted to divide the meat of one ashram offering together with the meat of another ashram. Whenever the value of an object obtained by robbing a convert is not sufficient to give every crane from the watch of that week, at least the pruta, the robber returns it, does not fulfill the obligation. As the says, it should be returned to the Hashem, to the priest, implying the significant value must be returned to each priest. Why does the Tata refer to the rabbi of a ger with the term man? Teach that if a ger has attained maturity, we must research the matter to determine whether or not he has yershim. If however the ger is a katan, there's no need to research. We can assure that he does, does not have yershim. With regards to the repayment of property obtained by robbing a ger, the Kainim are considered as recipients of presence. When a person robs Chomets from a ger who dies without Yershim and maintains possession of the Chomets that he obtained by robbery during Pesach, he is obligated to pay the Kain. It's value at the time of the Yershim. If it gave it to them at present time, it would not be considered as a gift. Because it's also if he was still alive, he would tell him, Here's your article as we explained. Test Cain should go to Gersh and the Yersh from Nishbule, Waisigel, Zafaz, Xilish, Tazil, Yitim, Mitakasil, the Halachov, Hakeanim, Amishmeris, Amishmeris. When a Cain robs from a convert who has a Yershim, takes a false a false oath to him and then converts the, the convert dies before the object of tamer robbery is returned to him the king does not acquire the object in his possession instead he must give it to this 
brethren, the kin of the watch during the Besamekdash that week. Somebody steals from a Gerenish Bilei. He then makes a false oath. And then the convert dies. And then takes his uh, takes his offering and he puts it aside but dies before it could gain kapara. So the robber's son inherits the money set aside to pay for the object obtained by robbery and the animal set aside for the guilt offering should pasture until it receives a disqualifying blemish. Thrower gave the money to the priest of the wash but died before the carbon that brings him atonement could be offered. Robbers, Yerusha may not take it. When a man gives it to the kingdom, it shall be his. Even if the robber is a child who does not have the halachic capacity to give the property away as a present, Yerushim cannot have the property taken from the Canaan. The robber gave the money to Canaan from a watch that was not serving the basic militia at that time, and the animal to be shafted as a, or to be brought as a Ashram to the Canaan of the watch serving the basic militia. The money should be given to the Canaan the appropriate watch, or for a watch that took money at the time other than its week, not acquired, and it could be taken away from the members of that watch. You'd give him a killer, so I should watch Yasser, a Goslin, a candle the The guilt offering should not be uh, sacrificed until the robber returns the principal to its owner or to the Canaan if it was a convert without the Yerushim that was robbed. If the robber gave the owner the principal but not the additional fifth and then had the guilt offering sacrifice, he granted atonement for the additional fifth does not prevent the atonement from being granted. He is, however, obligated to give the owner the additional fifth after receiving the atonement. doesn't apply by if he denies his colleague's claim regarding the entrusted object, all the subjects mentioned Pasuk are metatlan, that itself has financial worth. landed property service for the are are Notes for they themselves are not financially worth. These articles were obtained by robbery. A convert, so there's no Yerushim, there's no obligation to give them to them. And the property never becomes the property of a robber, but rather it always remains the property of the rightful owner. Even if it was sold a thousand people in the succession of the owner worth of the spirit of its return, it must be returned to his rightful owner without charge. The person whom was taken should then sue the person who sold it to him. Each person in turn should sue the person who sold it to him until the person who purchased uh, from the robber should sue the robber and collect from him, as we'll explain.
person robs a friend's property and depreciates its value. For example, he takes cisterns, trenches, or caverns in it, or cuts down trees, spoils springs, or destroys a building. He's obligated to return the field. He's high to return the house or the field to, in its original condition or to pay the owner for the depreciation value, depreciate the value. However, the property depreciates in value as a result of the natural phenomena. For example, the flooding of a river or a fire that came as a result of lighting, the robber can tell the owner, here is your property before you. This karka remains in the, in the possession of its original owners at all times, and the robber is not responsible for the decrease in value. Shenkin Mutaltan Goishwarik, so from Mutaltan, it's not as we explained. Bez, Gozel Sadov and Igzlam Menu Natal Mekitsin Mekech Hamilach. A person robs a friend of a field and it was in turn taken from him by robbery and seized by, by the king. For example, the king confiscated the fields or homes and all the land's inhabitants. The robber could tell the owner, here is your property. If it was confiscated because of the robbery, then he has to give him another field. The king compelled the robber to show him all the property he owned, and the robber showed him the field that, the, that he obtained by robbery together with other fields that the king confiscated. The robber is obligated to provide the owner with another field comparable to the one taken or pay its value. When a person obtains a field by robbery, and damages it by action, the owner of the field is entitled to collect the damage only from the property in the robber's possession. His obligation is equivalent to that of a loan supported by a millwalpe. The robber was called to base and obligated to pay for the damage of the property. And after it sells the property they own, the rightful owner of the property taken by robbery may collect his due from properties that the robber has already sold. A person obtains property by robbery and benefits from his produce. He must pay all the produce that he consumed for the property in his possession. When a person obtains land and property by robbery and increases its worth, the increase should be evaluated. And then the robber is placed at a disadvantage. If the increase in the property is greater than the expense he took, the owner is required to reimburse him only for the expenses. The expenses he undertook are greater than the increase of the property value. He receives reimbursement for the expense only to the extent of the increased value. When a person obtains a field by robbery and sells it, and the purchaser causes its value to increase. If the increase is greater than the value of the purchaser expenses, it should be reimbursed for the expenses of the owner. It should collect the principal on the remainder of the increase in the value of the robber. The purchaser may collect the principal even from the chosmin 
Shabadim that the property had sold, the robber sold. By contrast, you may collect the remainder of the increase in the property value only from property presently in the, in the robber's possession. If it was more of a shaker, then the the person obtains a field by robbery, sells it, and the purchaser derives benefit from its produce. He should calculate the value of the produce that he consumed and pay to the, to the owner of the field. He should then collect the money of the property in the possession of the robber. If he is unaware that it was obtained by robbery, he is not entitled to reimbursement for the produce. He may collect only the principal for the robber. Sales is not binding, and the purchaser does not require anything. If, however, after selling the field, the robber purchased the field from its rightful owners, the sale of the purchaser is binding. The robber gave the field obtained by robbery. Away as the present then purchased it from the rightful owner, the present is binding because the thief took the trouble to purchase it so that it will, will have acted in good faith. If the purchaser sued the robber for selling him a field that he did not belong to him, the robber was obligated to pay based in order that an announcement be made regarding the selling sale of the robber's property in order to pay the purchaser, and the robber purchased the field from its rightful owners after that announcement was made, the original sale to the purchaser is not buying since a public announcement was made to take his property, it was revealed that the robber was not acting in good faith. We conclude that he did not purchase the field from his rightful owners in order to establish the validity of the original sale. If after selling the field he obtained by robbery, the robber purchased it from the rightful owners, but then sold it again. Gave it away as a present or a doubt that an inherits to another person. is indicated that his intent to purchase in the field is not established to validate the sale. That the person who bought from him, the robber acquired the property as an inheritance of validity. The original sale is not established.